In the book of Genesis, God told Abraham to circumcise all of the males in his household. This is a physical circumcision, a perpetual sign of God's covenant with the family of Abraham from generation to generation. However, in this week's Torah portion, God gives us another command regarding a second circumcision. Wait a minute, a double circumcision? Isn't this going a little too far or am I misunderstanding something? Well, let's take a look together in this week's 5-Minute Torah. This week's Torah portion, at least in 2023, at the time of this recording, is the double portion of Nitzavim and Vayelech. In this video, I'll focus on the first portion of Nitzavim, but there will be a link to Vayelech at the end of this video. For now, let's take a look at Nitzavim, Deuteronomy 29, 9 through 30, verse 20, and the three things that you need to know about it. Number one, generational covenant. In this Torah portion, God tells the children of Israel, it is not with you alone that I'm making this sworn covenant, but with whoever is standing here with us today before the Lord our God, and whoever is not here with us today. Deuteronomy 29, 14 and 15. God declares that not only did he make a covenant with those delivered from Egypt, but also with those of subsequent generations who've not even been born yet. Number two, warning against rebellion. The Lord issues a stern warning to Israel against rebellion, telling them that if they intentionally rebel against his instructions, thinking that they can get away with it, he'll bring all of the curses he has promised upon them and the land that he has given to them. The Torah concludes this section stating, the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this Torah. Deuteronomy 29:29. 29, 29. This means that it is our duty to take responsibility for everything we understand, and God will take care of the rest. Number three, redemption in the future. Moses prophesies that if the Israelites turn away from God and experience exile due to their disobedience, they can return to God by repenting and keeping His commandments. This message of hope and redemption underscores the idea that even in times of adversity, there's the possibility of restoration through returning to God in sincere repentance. Can you believe it? In just a few short weeks, we'll wrap up the book of Deuteronomy and start back in Genesis with a brand new Torah cycle. Now is the time to prepare for the new cycle by picking up a copy of one of the five-minute Torah commentaries. I've had several people ask me what the difference between these books are. The difference is that they each contain unique Messianic commentaries on each of the weekly Torah portions. If you're looking for a quick, thought-provoking insight into the weekly Torah portions for your Shabbat table, your family devotions, your small group, etc., any of the volumes of 5-Minute Torah would be a perfect choice. And by purchasing a copy of these resources, you can help support this channel and the ongoing creation of quality Messianic resources. Thanks in advance for your support. This week's Torah commentary is called Circumcise Me Twice. It comes from a book, 5-Minute Torah, Volume 2. Currently, we live in a world where the heart of man struggles to submit to the divine will. Its natural tendency is to challenge the guidelines God has established for the good of man. In the Messianic age, however, the heart of man will surrender to the will of God. The prophets anticipated this future time and spoke of its implication. 
For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Jeremiah 31, 33. I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. This is Ezekiel 36, 26 and 27. One day the Lord will subdue the heart of man and cause us to walk in his statutes and be careful to obey his rules. This total submission to the will of God is sometimes referred to as circumcision of the heart. This concept isn't something introduced by the prophets. It's actually spoken of in the Torah. The two places in the Torah that mention this concept of circumcising the heart are both found in the book of Deuteronomy. The first is a command for us to circumcise our own hearts. Circumcise therefore the foreskin of your heart and be no longer stubborn. Deuteronomy 10.16 The second, however, is a promise of what the Lord will do and comes right from our Torah portion. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your offspring, so that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, that you may live. Deuteronomy 30 and verse 6. After reading these two passages, one might ask, who will actually do the work of circumcising our hearts? Do we do it ourselves or does God do it? It's the age-old debate between free will and predestination. It seems contradictory. The first passage is a commandment for us, the second is a promise from the Lord. But which one of these actually causes this promise to come to pass? Well, if we back up just a few verses in this week's reading, we will discover that this is a conditional promise. It will only take place when something else happens. What is the condition for this to take place? It says this will take place when the children of Israel, quote, return to the Lord their God they and their children and obey his voice and all that he commands them with all their heart and with all their soul. Take a look at verse 2. In Hebrew, the word for return, shuv, is the same word used for repent. Throughout the Hebrew scriptures, the Lord calls for Israel to repent, to return to him and his Torah. Therefore, to repent means to turn away from going one's own way and turn back to God's ways. This passage promises that if we repent and turn back to God in His Torah, then God will assist us in our repentance. He will circumcise not only our hearts for us, but also the hearts of our children, so that we will love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, that we may live. The Talmud summarizes this principle by saying, if anyone comes to cleanse himself, he is helped by God. This is from Tractate Shabbat 104a. In other words, if we do our part through sincere repentance, then God will do the rest. But in order for God to do His part, we first have to do it ourselves. In a sense, two circumcisions of our heart must take place. The first is up to us. The second is in the hands of heaven. If we begin the work of circumcising our hearts, He will be faithful to complete it. With all this in mind, I still have one question. We know that God will eventually circumcise our hearts, but when do you think this will take place and what will it eventually look like? Help me out by letting me know your thoughts on the subject. I look forward to hearing from you. I'll see you again soon with another Messianic insight into the eternal Torah of God. Blessings from Amet HaTorah.